The Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. That's the good thing about the Comedy Store. We know who the real... Everyone knows who the real are. And everyone knows who, like, yeah. have to, you know, get a couple gigs in here to pay some bills and, like, yeah. fill some seats. You know, it's, it's unspoken, but A couple knows. months ago, there was a nut, uh, I think he was in Vargas's room. He was just an audience member. They had to throw him out because he was like, I'm better than any comic on the stage. Comedy Store says they have great comics. I'm like, so you're at a bringer show. Yeah. Sit. And he was, Somebody should have talked They kicked him. him out because he was right. He was... <laughs> he was <laughs> They said he's actually uh, well, far funnier than but, anyone we've had on the show tonight. And then he started a beef with like Crystalia on uh, Crystalia wrote. Uh, somebody wrote, "Follow Crystalia," and he goes, "I'll follow anybody, any of those." Good, they all suck. Every one of them at the comedy store suck. But we didn't know. Like Chris Damn. was getting into it, taking the bait, guy. and then he realized, "Oh, he was at Vargas." <laughs> yeah, that <Oops>. makes sense. <laughs> My Uber driver is like, "Yo, I'm a big fan of Chris Dahlia." Love I'm like, that. come on, bro. Yeah, so I've heard someone else said it similar. Dahlia or D- Delia or yeah. someone like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, you, you obviously love them. Yeah, if you just read the name, you know, it's it's tough. Well, some people can't say yeah. it. They're pretty retarded out there. I saw, Sorry, one, I saw one person hit it with the O apostrophe like he was Irish. Really? Oh, that's Chris Olia. No. <sighs> O-Elia. No. Actually, Irera says Delio all the time. I'm like, Dom, you're Italian. Say uh. Yeah, he's got, it's, a, that's got to be just L. a purposefully disrespectful <laughs> thing, which Where, I respect. He loves him. Where's the legend Dom Herrera? Uh, he, he's on the road right he now. He is always on yeah, the road. Always on the road. Never stops working. Yeah. Unbelievable. He was in Austin last week. I can't Did he do that moon tower now. thing or whatever it was? Oh, I saw him. He was on Kill Tony or... He was on yes. the episode on of Kill, Kill Tony, Tony where the, the guy on Mushrooms yes. attacked Jeremiah. And Dom got up while yeah. he was on Mushrooms? Away. Yeah, guy get, they call the guy up, pick his name out of the bucket or whatever, and he goes up there, and he, he almost falls over up. immediately. And he's like, I'm not drunk. And then everyone kind of laughs. And then Dom's like, you know what's crazy? It's just how you know alcohol just doesn't affect some people. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, fuck everyone. Fuck Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> everyone's like, what? My favorite line was uh, when Dom sat back down. He goes, I think he's more of a writer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was just like ready to fall. And right when he started getting real crazy, suddenly you just see Dom and Jay, uh, Big Jay Oakerson. was sitting Big next Jay. to him. They're the, oh, two, yeah. the two comics. And they, they have like a, a brief word between each other. And then Dom gets up and Jay just moves over into the seat closest to him. like Hoping to get in a fight. Hoping yeah. to be able to snack, snap someone's yeah. neck. And once the he's dude, from Philly. He's full-blown he's anger. Rough. Yeah. yeah. The, and wait, he's a big they're fan. both from Philly. Oh, yeah. D- but Dom was smart enough to Dom move. Was, like, yeah, Dom's like, I'm not dealing with this. knocked over by some idiot. You and know? then as soon as, as soon as the dude started trying to attack Jeremiah Watkins, Jay was there to... <laughs> You're like, oh, well, yeah, I'll punch shit. someone. Jeremiah was just holding a saxophone. He didn't want a saxophone. Who attacks a guy with a saxophone? No That's shit. the meanest thing Fuck ever. Fuck Blockbuster! <laughs> so the dude on Mushrooms kept yelling, like, he, whatever he, he wanted to do, he remembered that was the punchline. That line. was the one joke. And so he'll he just keep saying off. it, whether he remembered the setups or not. Wow, was Blockbuster a reference to a joke, or was it? No, I he, think he, he just tried. Came yeah. Yeah, he, he tried to get into a joke, and it was like, he was so fucked up, and he was like, uh, Netflix is better, right? And then people are laughing because he's so fucked up, and then he just 
lose this shit and just go, fuck Blockbuster! <laughs> Yo, we've it's seen it all. Yeah. Dude, but have you done Kill Tony? You know what it is? No, no? I've never done Kill I've it's seen it, but I've never done it. It's open micers that come up and they get what? One minute? One minute. One minute. I mean, that's... And then you just ruin them. As it is. You just try and ruin them. And you just wreck them? Yeah. Yeah. Occasionally you get someone who's like, well, you know, I think if you do this, you're like, what are you doing? Just make fun of them. (laughs) There's so many mean-spirited shows here. The comedy store has a lot of mean-spirited shows. Like to come. There was a guy who. It's going to be just like, let's see who can hit the comic with the bow and arrow. Like, fuck it. The the one guy. I think it was the second time I did this show. The guy started. Like he was like micro machine style, just speed going through jokes, and we're all just like, "What the fuck is wrong with this guy?" And he's like, "Well, I wanted to get as much in," and uh, and everyone was like, "I mean, you were going really fast. We couldn't understand anything you were saying." Well, I only had a minute. I wanted to get as much in as possible. It's oh. like, "Don't worry about it, dude." And then at the end, he was like, "Oh, uh, you can get my comedy album." Oh. <laughs> and, uh, and we're like, "How many times have you done comedy?" He's like, "Oh, this is my third time ever." Albums. He has an Albums. album. He recorded they an all album, have a fucking it, album at his house. And then added. Isn't that your joke? Crowd effect. My joke. You're right. Didn't you, you? These girls all act like they got an album coming out. Is that you? I think Who it's. Says I that? think that's Brett. Who says that? Is Brett Ernst? Ernst. Yeah. Somebody says that. It drives me. And I always think of that, and I'm like. Everybody does have a fucking album coming out. Yeah, like it's just. I feel like I've had no matter some, who you meet. Yeah, out I, here. I've had that happen, and I do know multiple girls that have albums coming out <laughs> <laughs> that are right? never going to come I out. Know, yeah, I'm you know not crazy. I know some Everyone poor singers, and album yeah. Out. And you knew my old girl who actually did yes. have an album. You know, Rebecca and actually she was, was a very singer. Very talented. Very talented. She actually did have an album. She this is weird how we start the Comedy Store podcast. We just keep talking. Is that weird? I mean, yeah, yeah. No, so I don't we'll know. Introduce, Listen, this is the Comedy Store podcast. Yeah, that's true. This is a Comedy Store podcast. I'm your host, Rick Ingram. And I'm Eleanor Carrigan. (laughs) (laughs) She's She's Chuckle Girl from every morning radio show across the country. Oh, Johnny. He's so silly. (laughs) You gotta gotta check her out backstage tomorrow night at the Rat Concert. Yeah, we've known and we have forever. Mike Young. Yeah, we, we have Mike Young here with us, so. Mr. Mike Young. Thanks for having me in the basement no, of the comedy yeah, store. Yeah, where multiple people have, have been, been dead down over years. here. I've been, yeah, I have been down here. I came down to do Brett's podcast with uh, him and Pete Giovanni. Oh, Brett Ernst. Yeah, Brett yeah, Ernst. Yeah, yeah. And then they just, I think, you know, Brett doesn't do well on drinking. Like if he drinks, he's just not a good drinker. He just should never drink. I never knew that. <laughs> so they just I don't basically, think I've ever seen him drink. they talked over me the whole time. I literally was like, "Why did you ask me to come downstairs yeah, right now?" That's how I used to feel. I did like the Death Squad podcast at the Ice House oh, one time. Yeah, the Friday too. night and one. Rogan and Diaz were both there, and then it was just them talking. It was funny. I just was like, "Why? Why am I here?" Yeah, like, am I just here to laugh? Because you yeah. were good, you would sneak out. I would sit there till the end, getting yeah. a contact high and barely saying. Yeah, no, I would just get up after like five minutes. I can't take listening to anything. I'm no, like, I knew. Good. You know, when I, I I was on the road with Rogan back in the day when Brian was the assist, his assistant Red and was Band. Ro- Red Band. Yeah. yeah, was rolling around with a the computer. Camera. Yeah, yeah, and he like just like who's this like weird fucking wonder kid who understands technology that <laughs> yep. like isn't even here yet? And he, he truly just, like, this, was like a wonder kid. Yeah, no, he was like he Brian's super 
super, super smart with all that stuff. And I remember he was like hooking up Joe's website and like he'd always have his computer with him. And he was just like, I'm like, where'd you find this kid? He's like in the middle of Ohio. Yeah. Like I just found him in Ohio. He was a fan. And it was, it's, it's been fun watching like that whole Fuck evolution. Yeah. Wait, you, know? you opened for Rogan? I didn't Back know. Back in the that. day. When? How long ago? That's oh my great. God, like 13 say, years ago. Yeah. You were like, you are his opener. I was his opener. Yeah. Wow. That's I, great. I don't yeah. think I remember that. Really? But you were here. Yeah. I don't pay attention. I remember Joe was like digging my comedy and he came up to me one to like just came up to me in the back of the comedy store one time he's like yo bro i got a bunch of dates do you want to do them i was like i feel like i owe yes. you a hand job i'm like <laughs> that's like mom like that's my dream bro you're, you're telling me i'm gonna go on the road with you right now like to wow. 20 cities or whatever it was and so for like it was like two years i rolled with joe <gasps> yeah yeah so it was cool. pre it was he was just he was actually just starting the podcast up? no no he was just getting into the ufc stuff Oh. Actually, right. It was Fear and Factor it, days. It was. It was towards the end. It was of the Fear just Factors, after Fear yeah. Factor, and like he was doing UFC stuff for like free. He was doing it for free. It was just wow. becoming like his thing, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm just doing this for free." But if they ever re up my contract, I'm definitely gonna like sign a real deal. And so it was those days where we would go like every city, Rogan, and you know. I like boxing. I don't like UFC shit. I don't grapple. I don't get on a mat. I just don't wrestle. <laughs> you're more, way I'm too more tall. of a boxer guy. Yeah. You know that. Yes, I don't yes, wrestle. Yes, yes, you yes. put me in a headlock, I'll tall. fucking cry. You, don't want, you put you don't me want, in a headlock, I'll cry. You don't want men grabbing you and holding you tight. I don't want to be tight. fucking humped up <laughs> on shit. Get off me, You don't want to be held by a man in his underoos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Thumbed so, on the butthole. <laughs> and we would go to those gyms. Like We'd go to those gyms. and like And the old school, like the original, like the Chuck Liddell dudes and like the first dudes that were in it. We go to their Shamrock gyms. days, and uh, I remember, yeah, and like Eddie Bravo was with him, and he it was, was really wrestling and grappling. And that dude always, oh, Eddie dude, loves to he always wrestle. made me so uncomfortable. Eddie yeah. Bravo, yeah, yeah, just very weird. Where I was, you have to keep an eye on him because you're like he could, he could Snap. literally make me pass out and then do whatever disgusting things to me. I'm sure he was going to do. Absolutely, yeah, he was like a little scrappy guy. Tommy, yeah. <laughs> no, he was like a he's like a, like he, a world he tapped out a, yeah, yeah. No, I know it. He yeah. tapped I'll out a Gracie. Up, yeah. I remember. And Tommy would always go, "Well, what do you, what do you think Joe's doing with that guy, <laughs> that Eddie guy?" What do you think they do? Have you seen the pictures of Ari's butthole? I'm oh. like, no, I, I didn't catch those. Well, they're gay. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he like, would no, say no. that shit? Yeah, I was like, Always. no, we understand what you Always were saying. Always called them gay. Well, what do you think they're doing? Guys hanging out with guys? I'd be like, wait, most my friends most are guys. guys like, hang out holy with guys. shit, I'm what gay. What are you saying? <laughs> well. Yo, they, didn't, they thought I was a bitch because I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't take the like lessons. Like, we'd go to these gyms and they're like... I'd be hitting the heavy bag. Just I was gonna alone. say, you box, yeah, yeah. But I just hit the. That's all I do is hit the heavy bag, jump rope, do my thing. They're fucking full out, killing each other on the mat. I remember back in the day, Joe was like, "Come on, get in there." Like, I was like, "No," he's like, "Fucking pussy." I'm like, "It's just not my thing." <laughs> I would have got right in there and fought just because I you love would've. that. Yeah, I'm an idiot. You're a scrapper. I would have got hurt, but I didn't care. <laughs> I wouldn't have cared. I'll yeah. fight anybody. Like I tease Joe all the time. I'm like, I'll fight you right now. And then when I used to wrestle. We, me and Joe would like wrestle in the kitchen and Irera would just be sitting there like <gasps> every time because Joe would flip me and my head would come like an inch from the table like a half an inch like crazy Damn, no. I didn't care I love it it's yeah. like with my brothers that's the same thing we, they I'll, beat the shit out of me but that's a, that's I, I feel that way, way about boxing come. it's weird <laughs> sorry <laughs> I love I brought it to blue sorry. yes 
That's like a tells joke. You ever? There's nothing. Dude. You ever wrestle with what? your dog till you come? There's nothing <laughs> weird about that. I love that. Fucking I never heard that one. That's one of my favorites. Yo, I was lucky. I got to open for a lot of cool. You dudes opened like that. for a tell? Uh, yeah, a bunch of shows because we had the same manager. Becky was my manager oh, for like five yeah. years. Biggest crush. You know, God. I know. I remember that you liked him. Wait, is this Sorry, Dave, Dave Becky? Dave Becky. See, I I always uh, would tell Adam, the manager here, that he should hook me up so that I Becky would be my manager, and he'd be like, I. I why would you ask me to do it? I'm like, just call him. Be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Adam won't even pass your message on to fucking Eric. Right, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You can't get Adam to do anything. I I'll, love Adam, but I'll, he's not going to do nothing. fucking shit nothing. for you. I wanted to, I, I'm, I'm looking to shoot something, actually, in the comedy store. So I filled out a form. I did the whole thing. Like, I filled, <laughs> I filled out what out I need. I'm like, I like trying to make it all right proper. Now. Yeah. This motherfucker, he's like, oh, just fill out the, you know, what days and what hours and blah, 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 what parts and did it. And I did it. Like, two weeks ago, I fucking did it. He's like, I passed it on to the powers that be. I'm like, who are the powers? Yeah. He's like, Eric. Eric so I see Peter. Eric just now. He goes, no, nobody gave me a message. What are you talking about? I yep. said, when I see Adam, we got a problem. Uh, I, I first contacted <laughs> the comedy store about uh, filming a comedy special. Just It's been uh, 26 months now. Yeah, You should do a special here, Rick. That, well, oh they were God. like, yeah, we'll he do it, do but it. we get to happen. produce it. And I was like, all right, cool, let's do it. And now it's been over two years, and they're still just like, well, we got to get final approval from, from Peter. Who? For what? I have no idea. There's What's a lot the of big bullshit. Thing? Because I, now, I just think it's not going to happen. I'm at the point it, now. It's going to happen. Trust me. I know it's going to happen. That's but bureaucratic bullshit red tape. Six months. This, Rick Ingram should so, have a comedy store special here. I agree. And I should direct it. But we are, ooh. Last I heard. They said uh, we we can't get a uh, can't get a member of the guild, so we're just going to get someone from UCLA. I go, what, don't do what that. What does that mean? Well, like, no, you don't want that because comedy. you need a professional. You know, Mike has directed movies. And I stuff do know like that. that. Yes, I, I had done a, a few now. Yeah. How, what are you up to? Three, three, oh, three. Yeah. yeah. My my father in law. Uh, I was telling him one night up here. My father in law is like, oh, you got to watch this movie, um, and he starts telling me about it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's Mike's movie. And so then he's like, my father-in-law's from Long Island, oh. but he moved to Israel when he, his parents moved when he was younger. And so he, he just has like this thing about having to leave New York. And he's like, I, he always jokes about how people were looking for his dad or something. So he totally related so to he was stand-up st- He was guy. so into it, yeah. Stand-up Did guy. you tell me that? Yeah. Did I, you tell I me I think this? I told you one night we were standing, the show was going on and I was just talking during the show, but. I love that. It's yeah. great, right? So he was all about one it. fan. I love, I love one fan. You I got more him. than one fan. <laughs> yeah, I, no, people... I was able to download it and never watched it. <laughs> Don't worry about <laughs> I'm an it. Asshole. You haven't watched it either. Rick. I did I watch it. Did you? Yeah, yeah. But I did pay. Saget, I paid Saget singing. It yeah. took me a minute to even realize it was Saget. Yeah, I'm like, that's amazing. What's it Mike called? Mike makes a cameo called... in jail, which in I jail. loved. Yeah, thanks, like, Rick. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that shit was heavy making a movie because you know it's heavy. It's just a lot of work. And then you have battles because you're not, you, even though you're the, I'm the director and supposedly the boss on set, you know, the money guys will always Producers be the always true want bosses. Their way. Yeah. Sure. So the creative battles are like the wars that just fucking run you, just, you know, get in your head. And, but it's so hard just to get anything done. Yeah. You only got one yeah. done. You got three done. I mean. I, I've been yeah. very lucky. Shit is I did I can't a web even. series and almost lost my life. I don't know how. Yeah, I've been. No, it's been a great. I'm digging it. I like. I like directing. It's actually something I f- like. I kind of fell into it, but I I, I fell in love with it. It's yeah. like you're because you're in a zone and you know you, you have a good eye. I got an eye, and I mean I don't have a great visual eye. Like I'm getting better with the visuals, like with like the actual filmmaking. I'm no. 
you know, Fellini at all. I just, <laughs> really? I just, I've I got, got lucky. I was putting I've always Fellini said that. Young. The Fellini of comedy. <laughs> yeah, people were always calling me that. It's so weird how prophetic that was. But no, I just, I knew that I knew the rhythm of the language, like the, the, I, you know, the well, writing, and the beats. comedy. I knew my beats. Yeah. yeah. So the beats are what I sold. You know, that's how they allowed me to direct my first movie. I convinced them. That's awesome. You know, wow. They were like, "We're actively looking for a director." I'm like, "I 100 percent can do this." <laughs> <laughs> I literally called them and I was like, "I guarantee, easily, I, I can this. do this." I I moved. Uh, I was in film school and I moved out here. I was like, "Where?" I went to films. First, I went to film school at College of Santa Fe, which uh, was so <laughs> terrible it no longer exists. <laughs> Only college I've ever heard Fe. of. Yeah, only college I've ever heard of that disbanded. Or it's like, wait, what? That's like some Napoleon like, Dynamite shit. Yeah. I just, you say that, and in my mind, I just see like a teacher that doesn't know much. Um, you know what I mean? My English teacher, her name was Miss Davis. And uh, it was like 2,000 undergrads, little art school downtown Santa Fe. So Miss Davis, she just seemed like a fucking fruit where you're just like, this lady's fucking nuts. Whacked out. Yeah, so like a month and a half into my first semester... We go to class. I go to class, and she doesn't show up. So after like thirty minutes, we're like, "Fuck it, we're all leaving." Yeah. I don't even know if we waited thirty minutes, but we went back to like, a couple days later. She wasn't there again. It was like, "Oh, this is crazy." Went back on Friday, not there. So it was like full week, not having to go to English class. That's cool. Next week, go Monday, not there. So at that point, I'm like, "Fuck this, I'm not going until someone tells me she comes back." <laughs> so like a solid month goes by, and then someone is like, "Hey, uh, Miss Davis." came to class i'm like you still going to class <laughs> she was like yeah she uh, she said to tell everyone to come on wednesday and we're gonna pick up where we left off i was like all right so i go to that class on wednesday casual shit. she's like uh, first of all i'm no longer miss davis <laughs> i want everyone to call me marmica hey, oh, and we we're all okay. like all right marmica and she was like so i've been gone for a little while because i was at the fair and, and everyone's like <laughs> What the fuck is this bitch talking about? That's phenomenal. And then she had a, uh, there was this dude, Colin, who I don't know what his major was. He wasn't a film major, but dude was legit retarded, I think. Yeah. And he shows up and he's tripping balls and he's like, oh shit, bitch, you're back. And we're all just dying. Like he's called her a bitch. She's like, that's not her name. Colin, sit down. And so he sits down and starts, she's like, what's wrong with you? And he's like, I'm tripping balls. <laughs> and she, uh, she makes him explain what he was feeling. Oh, I can feel your energy. It's wonderful. I was just like, I got to get the fuck out of this college. I you, love that. Were college. you writing stories in that, in that class? Was it, was it like English? Was it creative it, writing too, or was it just English? No, it was just like we had, to, we were supposed to read some books, although right. we never were given any books. Is this the opening scene in Rick's journey into comedy? Oh, I mean, it should have been. Are you from Santa Fe? No, I'm no. from Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. And so, <laughs> how'd you end up in Santa Fe? It's the only, accepted, a small it's the only acceptance letter he got. It, uh, Mine was Arizona, by the way. That was the only. That was it the was first even, and basically only. Yeah, it wasn't I even. I cheated to get my shit. At, like, it trust wasn't me even. When I tell uh, you. Yeah, and I, and I didn't even get accepted. They literally showed up at my high school, and they're like. Uh, we see on your PSAT, you, you said you're interested in cinematography. I was like, yeah. <laughs> We're, We're looking like, for... We need students, students bad. And uh, like now I meet all these people. 
like uh, Mervis, the guy who used to work here. Oh, he's he also went? a College of Santa Fe dropout. Oh my uh, god! Annie uh, Letterman, Lederman. Hey, Annie Letterman. She actually she's from no way. She actually stayed for six years and got Shut her degree. Up. And she was like, and then they closed the school the semester after I got out. And I'm like, could you imagine if you didn't get that last semester in? You were there for six years, and they're like, college is closing. Sorry, that makes weird sense. There's so many people, though, yeah. Why does it... I mean, because she's from She's Philly. whacked out. Yeah, she's, she's funny a little whacked out. I love her. Yeah, I love her, too. But she's, she's every time I see her, she busts my balls. It's like, yeah. can we just have a normal conversation? No, Stop she has it. to be... No. She, she loves to fight. She's yeah. feisty. I haven't seen her in a while. She was yeah. just she here. She's back in New York now, but... Right. She was just here like two weeks ago. But, yeah, that's fucking funny. Yeah, it's all these weird people you meet and you're like, oh, that, yeah, that's why... That's I've why we're here now. I've never heard of it. I don't even know where Santa Fe is. That's how scary I am. Capital of New Mexico. I mean, not, I can Not see a it, single kinda. building taller than three stories. That's oh. how you know your capital city is important. Where is um? Where's Breaking Bad take place? Is that Santa That's Fe? Albuquerque. 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 Yeah, Albuquerque. Yeah, it's like Albuquerque. forty minutes south. Okay. So. But I I think that like all that area Breaking Bad I think it all looks the same. So yeah, it kind of does. I can't tell like, what's what. Season two of Better Call Saul was a lot in Santa Fe. Was it? Because that's what oh, that I was the watch that. that was where he accepted that. his job. I haven't seen he's that. He's so one. good in that. He's so good, man. The right that show, the Aaron Paul. He's in my new movie. He's just, yes. just a side note. He's uh, you got another called, one coming. I do. Out. It's called Grounded. I didn't direct it. I just wrote it. Okay. And produced it's amazing. it. Amazing. Yeah, but he's in it with Jeff Daniels, and I actually. Oh my god, that's great. Yeah. Jeff Daniels, Aaron Paul, and uh, and Tom Berenger's in it. Fuck yeah. It's a strong he's my favorite cast. Tom. Yeah, he's a strong Tom. I love Tom. Berenger. He's like real deal too, man. Yeah. You know, you think of him like when I before I met him, I was like, oh, this guy's, you know, been in the game forever. He's probably like yeah. some cool stuff. But he's like real deal actor, like really in like, the, the mo- like takes the character. Oh. Like he is really in the character. Like he was living in the skin of the character. He was Fuck yeah. he was That's great. sweet. Yeah, it was cool, but but my point was that I saw Aaron Paul before I was ever a fan of Breaking Bad. I swear to God, I was on an airplane, no joke. And uh, uh, originally, Emil Hirsch was going to play the role. He was oh, Emil okay. Hirsch was going to be yeah, the I star of the movie. Too. He's terrific. His schedule got whacked and like this weird schedule thing. And so I'm on an airplane. I'm watching. There's a guy next to me watching Breaking Bad. I can't hear it, but I'm just well, I'm just watching. And I knew Aaron Paul because I did like a short film thing, and and he was in it. And I didn't know him well at all, and I had not seen Breaking Bad, but I'm watching this scene on the guys. I'm watching his video, his computer. You were that creep. I was <laughs> creeping on a dude shit on my airplane. <laughs> and I saw him on this scene, and he's like, Aaron Paul's like fighting, and he's crying, and he's wrestling Amazing. Cranston. He's going yeah. fucking bananas. And I'm like, what is that show? I tell the guy, well, what is that show? And when I landed, I called the producer of the movie. I was like, you got to go get Aaron Paul for this movie. Like, he's got to be the Fuck guy. Yeah. And whatever, long story short, Aaron you Paul became the guy. <gasps> That's great. So we'll Have see you what happens with that movie. Jeff Richards do the impression of him? Yes. I can't. I go crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Every time I walk in the room and Richards is on, he's always, he was nine he years old. He was nine old. years old. And yeah. I can't, I can't get enough of it. <laughs> yeah. But Aaron Paul, he, he, it, that that character Jesse, he always like he says yo all the time. He's like yeah. yo, the that's how he talks. Yeah, but he said he got that from the guy that created the show. I think it's Vince Gilligan. Is yeah, Gilligan. Creator? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he Genius. talks like that. He talks oh, like that, so saying. he took that from him. Just a little yeah, tidbit. Uh, he's also uh, Aaron Paul's also in a, a little gem of Hollywood known as <laughs> Bad Girls from Valley High. Wow. Is which he a young? Christopher D'Elia. Oh, D'Elia. No. Or D'Elia. Christopher D'Elia. Oh, D'Elia. So, you believe it? When yeah. D'Elia first showed That's up here, uh, my 
my now wife was my girlfriend and she was like what's he from I'm like i have no idea i don't think he's in anything and she was like no i haven't seen any of this stuff something called bad girls from valley high and something else she and, recognized him from bad girls from valley well, high she, she, she saw him on tv some tv show but she was going down his imdb trying to figure out what she saw him on that's and then phenomenal. i was like i go that, that sounds terrible what is that <laughs> so then we downloaded it and uh delia plays he's got short hair and he's all jacked no way and he plays the Sarah. like the high school jock Holy shit. And then Aaron Paul is the nerdy kid that Delia, at one point, he's like bullying him. That's and, uh, phenomenal. But, so I started bringing Chris up. I'm like, you guys probably recognize this guy from Bad Girls from Valley High. And Delia was like, no fucking way. He's, How the fuck did you know about that? It's unbelievable. If you get the chance, check it out, everyone. <laughs> Such a dick. I love it. So the one night Aaron I'm Paul was here, he was in the main room. And I was like, oh, this is going to be perfect. perfect. I'm going to bring up It's Delia. a reunion. Yeah. So I said, oh, man, I don't know if you guys have seen a little movie known as Bad Girls from Valley High, but this next guy was one of the stars. And then Delia later was like, oh, dude, it's so funny because Aaron Paul and him were hanging out at the VIP lounge. Right, and VIP. He was saying his uh, his girl was like, oh, I want to see it. He was like, no, that's the one movie you're never allowed to see. <laughs> He just plays this huge Chris's dork in it. No, no, it? Or Aaron. Aaron Paul's oh, girl. Aaron yeah. Paul, got it. One hundred percent. I'm going to check that movie out. Yeah, Me too. I, he that. said it before, and I forgot it's spectacular. about it. So I have to remember to do it. We've got some old teen idols here at the comedy store. Court, Certainly. Court was yeah. one. Dazed and confused. Wasn't he dazed and confused? Can't buy me love. Can't buy me love. Right. My little sister was like, "Oh my god, you know." Quentin, I think was his name, and I'm like, what? Oh, Teen Wolf. Was he in Teen Wolf? He was yes, on the basketball team yep. with Michael yep. J. Fox and the fat guy. I love all these dudes playing like acting in, in sports and <laughs> movies, but they're not athletes at like, all. Yeah, no. like Cork can golf. Yeah, but I, I, don't think he's like, I don't think he could throw a ball. And <laughs> yeah. I don't know if Delia can or not, but I guess that Delia is not like a re- like he didn't play grow up playing. A bunch yeah, I don't of sports. think so. I don't remember him playing it with us. It's so funny. He yeah. didn't play with us a lot. Anyone who <laughs> took acting seriously as a kid was usually not an athlete. Yeah, like St- yeah. you know, Stamos is in my movie, right? And yeah, he's in my Man as a Loser. So Stamos, I write the part was for a hockey player. Like I wrote it like the, as a men's league hockey team. So he calls. He's like, "Yo, bro, listen, I, I can't skate." <laughs> I'm like, don't worry. We'll just put you on rollerblades. We'll, I'll turn it into a roller league. He's like, ah, listen, bro. I can't roller skate. I can't rollerblade. I'm like, can you fucking just sit on a bench with a stick in your hand and in tennis shoes and I'll make it a street hockey men's league? He's like, let's just give that a shot. But this dude <laughs> oh, is no athlete. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did Sweet you guy, have to bring it all the way down to that? I brought it all the way down to a men's hockey league. Uh, street hockey league in New York City. You couldn't throw a pair of skates on him and push him no, around? No, because the insurance, like if he oh. fell, yeah. he literally didn't know how to, he didn't even look right holding a hockey stick. He didn't. I can't ice skate didn't. for the life of me. No? No. Have you tried? Yeah, I mean, we used to try when I was younger. I couldn't roller skate either. I've only wow. rollerbladed once, and that was a little easier, but you put me on ice on skates, and I'll go down like every five seconds. I love hockey. Do you think it's fear? It. Me too. Love but it. I love... I mean, we always played street hockey. Right. I didn't play. But um, skates, I'm good on. And ice skating, I'm really good at. My yeah. dad could from only. Philly. I know. My dad could only ice skate backwards. How weird is that? That is the weirdest <laughs> thing I've ever he heard. He sounds like Actually, a badass. That is the weirdest oh, and coolest thing forward. I've ever heard. Really? Yeah. So he would take my mom ice skating. So he's and a he defenseman. Would just be he's a natural yes, exactly. defenseman. <laughs> That's how I became a defenseman. I could skate there backwards early well. Like yeah. I, I had solid I, backwards. We don't, I guess we, yeah, we just didn't do hockey in Kansas City. We didn't yeah, have a team. Hockeyed. 
So not a big sport over there. Yeah, we're we're basically football, baseball, basketball. That's pretty much. We it. We had a kid. Uh, big baseball over there. But yeah. baseball is great. My nephew's going to play baseball in Missouri on a minor league team. Really? What River a Rats. loser! Leave my kid alone. <laughs> what a loser! Because it's Missouri on yeah, the other side. Yeah, because he's he's over there playing in in the hipper the slums side. of the Midwest. Because <laughs> he's Kansas City. Kansas. My, minor league baseball is a, that's a, that's a weird life. That's a that's a tough life. No, he's hoping. He's very Happy. positive on he's going to get drafted. Maybe he probably, I mean, he, he could. just graduated. If he's playing in the minors, he's obviously amazing. Last year, he's really good. And yeah. last year, they were on ESPN. They were in the World Series. The VCU. Oh, see, he was, he was one of those so teenage was, kids? Yeah. No, uh, college. Okay, college so World then, Series. He plays for even, who? He used to play for VCU, Virginia oh, okay. Commonwealth. Yeah, yeah. And so even though the, him and the other kid, it was great on his team, neither one of them got drafted. Yeah. So they both went this route. In hopes too, but he yeah. did graduate, so he's got that. If shit goes right. bad, yeah, he's prepared for the next whatever. But he's only twenty two, so why stop right. now? No, you he's know? getting paid in the minors. Yeah, getting paid in the minors. The kid like, who uh, lived next door to me growing up was he was like the best pitcher in Kansas when he wow. was a senior, and yeah. he uh, he's also like a genius. Until he ended up, he went and pitched at Oklahoma, oh, nice. and then when he got out. He uh, got drafted by the Giants, played minor league ball for a couple of years, and then he went and played in Korea and made some money and then came I mean, back. He's other, like a doctor now or right, some of shit. Of course. There's other routes. By 28, he was like, I'm out. Those guys with the golden path. Yeah. And you're just like, wait, you're genius and good at sports? Damn. Fuck you. That's it's a very, weird combination. I got nothing. There's a few of them. Bill Bradley, who's the fucking, you know, Bill Bradley, who's, what was he, governor? Yeah, or senator or something. Senator, governor, whatever. He was, you know, all-star, played for the Knicks back in the day. You know, he was a genius and a ball player. Yeah, I guess there's a few. There's a few. I guess I don't look at senators as geniuses. I could see them being athletic, but not smart. I heard he was very smart in school, though, (laughs) Bill Bradley. He could have done a lot. Poor Bill Bradley. We had a kid in our neighborhood. We called his. I don't even know his real last name. It'll come to me, I'm sure. But we called him Mr. Fuji after the wrestler. That's pretty racist. Yeah. Well, you know El's whole family was like on some funny racist, racist. shit. <laughs> like I mean, just it's all racist. Mr. Asian Fuji. kid came through, a black kid oh, came through. Oh, we didn't have any knows? Asian kids in our neighborhood. We just called him Mr. Fuji. He was right. Italian for right. sure. But he would be our goalie. And he didn't need any pads. He's like, no, no, it's good. I got it. Because we were, you know, we were poor. So he was yeah. like, I got it. So like we just saw him when I was home over Easter. My brother John, still he's around. like, yo, Fooge, listen, we want to play hockey. We don't have any pads. Is that cool? Can we just hit the ball? Poor kid had like a fucking hockey ball in his face. is nuts. Yes. Every, every five minutes he's he was bleeding. He's like, no, it's good. It's good. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Still Mr. Fuji. <laughs> yeah. He's Fuji. just trying to Fuji. trying to get people to find out his real name. Michael Puglisi came to me. He's Puglisi. like. They're going to respect me eventually. I just got to take nine more shots Dude, to the face. Dude, we love that kid. <laughs> Hell yeah, you do. Yeah, he's the best. He'll do anything. He'll fight you with your with his face. Is he, he in just, construction? I don't know what Fuji does now. Fuji? Good question. <laughs> Good question. Guy. I hope Fuji is listening. Fujoline. <laughs> Someone yeah, throw shit balls at Fuji. <laughs> Mike doesn't know what that is. Yeah. Shit balls in Philly. I had a fight with Bobby Lee because when I first met him, only Asian people that came to our neighborhood, yeah. it was mostly Italian and Irish. Yeah. Maybe a Polish kid once in a while, but he kept his mouth shut because they don't want to get hurt. So, L is gangster. You need to play a female mob boss. I don't remember any other. Anything else right. other than Italian? No Irish. ethnicities. No. Yeah. Very rarely. So when you saw one, you were like, "Well, 
when you saw one. She can't what get out of the DNA. It's like seeing a black guy in Colorado. You're like, whoa, what holy shit. What are you doing? What, what team are you on? Are you lost? Yeah. Like, it's just weird. So the only time the Asians would come in our neighborhood was when they were picking up these shit balls. And they're little balls. They're ginkgo something. Yeah, something. I think the name of it is. I know what you're talking about. Ginkgo boba. Oh, they stink, man, right? And they smell terrible. So we called them shit balls. And if my if we played football. And Who we, had those? I thought those were like a new thing that like are healthy. Ginkgo below. Oh, ginkgo. Don't uh, listen to those. the Asians. They're going to try to get you to eat anything. <laughs> that's what that is. That's well, why that's they're like a big from thing. the inside out. Don't fucking listen to what they're saying. <laughs> listen, they it's poison. Stink. It's you poison to us. Sorry, guys. These are few years I like. You know what I'm saying. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, it was the weirdest thing. Like, um, the, if we were playing this, you couldn't get that scent out of your clothes so my mother would be like god damn you you know right on no tackle football balls, on the ginkgo you know, balls so we would have to go play near this wrought iron fence much better <laughs> which a few people broke some necks it's a, it sorry happens. craig Shit damn happens. you and your 13 siblings <laughs> yeah it's the 41st pair of sh- pants i gotta wash this week <laughs> What the Not hell is your mom Daddy doing? Daddy doesn't pull out. I mean, come what on. What was going on, man? Ten How kids. is it to grow up in a big ass house with? Uh, was no, it well, fun? I wouldn't say big ass house. A <laughs> little house with a million kids. Exactly. We were like the the big lady that lived in a shoe. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was Fuck a row home. It's a little that. South Philly row home. Have you ever been to Philly? Yeah. South Philly. I just I mean? played Philly. Oh, that's right. Me and Saget were there. I'm picking up my niece. I thought later. your relatives were coming. No, no one showed thing. up. He texts Unbelievable. me. He texts me. He's like, "Hey, I'm going to a Flyers game. Do you have any hot cousins?" And I'm thinking, I got two, two of the hottest nieces, and I'm like, "No way, am I sending my nieces with Mike Young?" <laughs> Fuck. How that. old are they? Twenty five. Twenty four. That's not cool of you. Yeah. To Dude, not, to not send I'm picking her up in a, a little bit. Two up. tickets to a to a Listen, Philly game. This yeah. kid is hot, and she is. L always comes up with some weird hot I cousin. Wish <laughs> what I happened to your one cousin Listen, that was living here? Oh my God, she's gorgeous. My little cousin. She's Lauren. still she here. She moved to Atlanta. For what? To date a uh, basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> for what acting it's it's better there she's acting in atlanta l i fucking hate you dude that's a perfect hockey this is companion your niece. yeah that's that's a hockey you know companion alexa never she'll met be that here. one she's the best i think our producer ari's in love with that yeah, one ari's what does she do her. she's a model no i'm kidding she actually she's a she's in film she produces she edits all that in philly i sw- yeah she came out here show a little me another bit. picture please <laughs> I just, she's that's my twin that's my twinsy. I wish. I wish I looked like her. Some people are like, yeah, she looks just like you. Is that Has your Has she kid? visited here before? Yeah. I think I met her with you, You actually. stay away from her. <laughs> you know what? You don't have... You can't say that. What kind of For friend the, is that, you I know? I ripped it out of his hand. Like, do we look like... Uh, kind of, yeah. right? But you got, when she you got moved same out eyes? here, they were like, is that your kid? Did you leave your kid to That's come out here? Up. I'm like, who the fuck would leave a kid Plenty of people. LA. Plenty of people. Well, not me. I'm not. I'm in a hood rat. We wouldn't do that. We'd have five more from four Smart. different people. You know what I mean? You got I some kind of DNA going on over there. It's crazy. Oh. My other niece, Nicole, too. She's she's off the hook. She runs the Trocadero in uh, Philly. How many? Did you ever play there? How many relatives? Trocadero? How many relatives did you not send to a hockey game with Mike Young? You're right. That is so I fucked didn't. up. Yo, I by know the way, I Rick, the funniest shit was she actually Bob ignored Saget me for a probably. day. <laughs> for one day, <laughs> I, I didn't nervous. get a text back. I got nothing. I back. got nervous. I was, I was just going to take her to a game. I was on the road. We live a mile from there. 
Oh, that's cool. One mile. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> Only one of my college buddies is like, hey, man, I got two seats. You know two what? tickets to the game. They're yours. You know what the problem is? The problem is you're a closer. If you were some dork from the comedy store, you she would have set that up immediately. Go on However, let, let it be known, Mike though. Young. Let it be known. Out of respect, I would not even go there if you told me not to go there. You'd wow. have to tell me though. That wow. is so bullshit. <laughs> you have to tell so me. You have to tell me. If it was you told me, then I don't do, do it. You remember my? You know my buddy Rocco. Right? Rocco, Rocco, nice looking guy. Yeah, Rocco, we the Italian. Up, yeah, we grew up together yeah. in South Philly. We, is he dating Margaret Cho? Yes. Yep. I, 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 I'm like, is my mind playing tricks on yeah. me? I went to the radio station. But like, Rocco is and he was there. Semi a whore. Yeah, I was about to I say Margaret him, Cho's lady. Margaret Ro- Cho's lady is right. We call him Rock Cho. And yeah. So <laughs> nice. That's a perfect celebrity Sto. couple name. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But anyways, but this was before and he was single, whatever. They've been together a couple months now. Yeah. Whatever. But he, my niece moves out. Alexa moves out. He's like, oh, I go, Rocco. No, no, no. It's like a dog. I'm like, sit. No, 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 don't. <laughs> leave, don't touch. leave it. Leave it. I went away. I left her here. She's staying at my place. So she would stop by here once in a while. He's like, yo, let's go to dinner. <laughs> like, you fucking piece of shit. She had to block him. What does Rocco home. do? Is he... He's he a just comic, I knocks think. Knocks bitches down. He no, just knocks down he's bitches a comic. for money. He's a comic, yeah. I mean, he's a comic. He bartends. He does everything. He's like a jack of all trades. Yeah, he's a good guy. I like, um, I like but Mark he's been a auditioning lot. a lot. And so he was yeah. in Florida for a while. So he's been going out. He's been getting pretty close on a lot of pilots and yeah. stuff. So he's trying to get in that These way. These bastards. Now. Yeah, what do I he's still, do? He's still going. Look. You going on auditions, Rick? I've been on like three auditions for things that aren't commercials. I, I mean, I still do commercials. I, I did a Geico thing yesterday, but. Yeah. In terms of like actual acting that yeah. you want to do, I've only ever been on three auditions. So funny. I knew from an early time in this business, like from the time I got past here, I was never going to get anything from auditioning. I just was not. Really? I just never, I just wasn't good. I just wasn't good at auditions. You had I just great had a, reps too. I've never I know, had. By the way, and I had, it was, I had great reps and i had great deals but i was yeah. i had some deals it was all good but i'm saying like auditioning wasn't the path that right. was going to get me right. where yeah. i wanted to go what yeah, year i did uh, my path I, i'm doing i'm on a showtime that i'm dying oh, yeah. up here but i didn't yeah. audition for it they just yeah. called me from they're like we yeah. need you to do an episode and i'm like all right god man i wanted to write it's so funny man like three years ago i sold a show to uh to hbo and it was that show. It was basically, but it wasn't set in the seventies or eighties. It was a it was modern just day. About, it was right. called The Light, and Toby was producing it. And, oh, and we, that was like Toby the world McGuire. I wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was like the world I wanted to write about so at bad. At that point, I think you were, or either he or you were at CAA because Lauren Peltz was working for them. Yeah, she we were was both his there. Assistant, and she was like, "Oh, Mike Young's got this great show." So she was very. I yeah. remember hearing about that just through her because she's a gossip. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Which I God, love. Those are the days. I love Pelt. You and Lauren, I still talk you guys to her were like all the fucking time. Abbott and Costello back there. <laughs> you remember uh, Lauren? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was I, funny, feisty. I, I only knew her from I, when she come came back, and she would bust balls with Elle. But yeah, do you know that? Have you watched that feud show with Bet? Uh, it's about Betty I heard Davis. It's, great. it's excellent, Betty Davis. Yeah, and, um, I know what it is. My mom loves it. Sue Sarandon, and yeah, but I yeah. can't get enough of it. It's Joan Crawford and Betty Davis. I'm a big Betty Davis fan from when I'm a kid. Yeah, and one time I was when I was waiting tables here and I was managing everything, so I, was, I went away and I was like, Lauren, you gotta, 
you got to watch the club. You got to this. You know what I mean? She's like, I'm like, any problems? You got to call me. I'm at my mom. You know, like yeah. a nervous wreck. Because Mitzi really put a lot on me. And yeah. if shit went down, I was in big trouble. So I call, I didn't hear from Lauren for a couple of days. I'm like, fuck. So I call here. They put me through to the back. And Paul Mooney answers. Remember we used to have a phone in the kitchen? It's like, yeah. Yeah, why yeah, is yeah. Paul Mooney answering? So I go, hey, he goes, hello. You know, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, Paul, <laughs> Paul. And he's like, who's this? And I'm like, it's Eleanor. He goes, oh, the white lady. And I go, yes, yes, <laughs> the white lady that's in charge. Well, you thought you were in charge. Well, Miss Eve Harrington is here taking over. And I'm like, who? What? And then I realized he's talking about a, a movie all about Eve where Betty Davis was the star. Yeah. <laughs> like, how gay are you? <laughs> Super but gay. it was so funny. And I was like, how does he know Eve Harrington? Like, Holy it, shit. It's, Every it's, black guy know. Oh, well, no in way. the movie all about Eve, <sighs> Eve takes over Betty Davis's right. like whole career, whatever. She becomes the big star. Sure. So he was telling me that Lauren Peltz was taking over my business. Like, that's, that's why hilarious. she wasn't calling me. <laughs> and he goes, oh, Miss Eve Harrington is running things now I was like, oh, she dude. was adorable but she was definitely not taking shit over dude, from you she no. did not have the <laughs> skill set too fucking funny yeah. to do anything like that yo we didn't even oh god we were so not human like oh we were such animals back what then. year did you get here that's a good you know i don't know i i, I, so I, I can't think of like what the year was isn't that weird i don't do well with years some people are like in, same in in 08 i died like the summer of 08 yeah. i don't have any sort of At memory like that <laughs> but it's been like i mean i moved here 21 years like almost 21 years ago I'm, I moved I to LA came in 93 yeah so, but I think I, I think I got passed by Mitzi like maybe like I don't know 6 15 years ago I'm guessing 15 16 yeah 14 and, and me, 12 I've been 19, here 19 I have no I've been here idea. 14 years and you were a regular when I got here so okay so we know at probably, least 15 yeah it was 15 or now, 16 did years you, uh did becky get you that um did becky get you that uh audition or did you go through other comics no i was like standing in line like i started out just like the standing in line on oh, sunday oh you were thing. doing that okay yeah and then i think before i was with becky i was with jason solomon <laughs> it was okay. my manager it's a and nice he got me name. like it'll he, work he got me like a six minute thing or whatever for mitzi and I did six minutes, and I just walked off stage, and Mitzi was like, "Come here, let me talk to you." And I was like, you know, I was like in love. With her. I like thought she was like the queen of everything, right? Yeah. And I was like, you know, I just basically like leaned down into her ear, and she's like, "I'm making you a regular. Call on Monday. One show. Congratulations! Case? Wow. It wasn't just one. No, no, I had done open mics here no, probably no, no, twenty but times, you'd but still like, have to be in front of her. Yes, I got it. It was like one showcase for her. Wow. It was very. Yeah, I think it was like one. I think it was only one time in front of her because yeah. that, that's like the only time I remember like actually. They're all comics with that did it like between two and ten years. Yeah. To get on. Yeah. To get, no, I was to blessed get by her, I and it was say. like the happiest day of yeah. my life. You know what I mean? Like it's you know that's like the yeah, best was, shit ever. I when she passed me, I was so convinced. I was twenty one, and I was just like, "Fuck, dude, this is so easy. Totally <laughs> so famous. This is ridiculous." <laughs> Some people go fast. Fifteen years go by, and I'm like, "Fuck, that's the highlight is still getting passed at the comedy store. So I've achieved funny. so little." But, no, but people think it's the end all be all truth. Like when you get past, they're like, "Oh, I made it! Yeah. I did it!" And they're like, you know, there what? is that was always like that. Right? Yeah. I felt like everyone felt that. I know I felt it, and I knew better. It's funny. I got passed, and then she wanted me to work the door. <laughs> 
So it's like so, it was a Johnny Sanchez. Yeah, so I'm thing. working the door, and I'll never forget this. Dave Edwards, who I didn't even know really, but Dave okay. Edwards, old comic Dave Edwards, he's like, "Listen, bro, let me tell you a secret. Wait, is that the real world guy that got yeah. thrown in the trash can? Yes, love PJ. that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so he says to me wow, one night, he, he goes, went a little nutty. He did. Yeah. He says to me one night, he goes, "Quit working the door. Just quit." He's like, she'll respect you. She'll like, he's like, like on some mind fuck shit. Yeah. He's like, just quit the door and Mitzi will love it and she'll know you're a real comic. So I, I did. I quit the door after like two weeks at the door. <laughs> I didn't even know why I quit. Like, it was like the quickest thing. I just worked the door for two weeks and that was it. I quit and she was giving me spots all the time. And for a long time, I had like Crazy. the O'Shack spot. I had like the opening spot. Right. We invented a spot for Mike. It was called the showcase spot. Do you remember that? No. What was it? You would was call it? in. This was when Corey. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. L. This is when Corey was the, Yo, the Princess Corey was I was, was fiending for stage time. <laughs> but this was a little later, I think. Every week, I was like, listen, I'm showcasing for ABC. <laughs> Next week, I'm showcasing for Showtime. I'm so, and they would every put it, week, Corey I got a showcase. Like, Mike Young is showcasing. And Mitzi would be like, okay, okay. <laughs> and it, it just said Mike Young showcase. Yes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> listen, you know what? This place let gotta me know what you gotta do, man. that there were no rules. Yeah. That you could just break rules, make rules, just break Make shit. them up as you go. You can break your own up. rules about you when you're in rules. this place. Totally. But, so she was giving you tons of spots in the beginning. Yeah, tons I of spots that. in the beginning. I remember like, out of nowhere, I don't even remember you working the door. I gotta yeah. be honest. Yeah, no, it was a two week period. You wouldn't have Which seen Which is me. crazy. I yeah. think Johnny Sanchez was saying the same thing. Like, he, she passed him and was like, I right. want you to work the door. And he's like, okay. And then he said, like, one of his first shifts, Holtzman pulled him aside. <laughs> and he's like, you better quit that fucking door. Hey, She's never gonna respect you. And so he just, he said, That's he a just, trap, pre- buddy. he's like, he went out of town for a weekend and then he just had to pretend like he was out of town for three weeks yeah. so that he didn't have to he come hid. back to work he actually hid like Sanchez. from the store hilarious afraid to like come in or do any spots he's and like, then just, when he came yeah. back they were giving him he's like i just told him like i'm going on a tour so <laughs> through korea I won't be able to, or some shit yeah i got so much like, love in the beginning but and i remember when it changed and i know what changed it what? I, I know the exact thing that changed it well, just to be just to be real uh, so mitzi was starting to get sick she okay. was starting to get sick and Tommy and wow. Paulie asked me if I would go over and help her out for a couple of days. So I had a job. I had another job. I was, I was teaching boxing as like my side gig. Yeah. I was making good money doing that. And so I went over and I hung with Mitzi. And I love oh my Mitzi. God. And I, I totally wish you got along told me with her. I would have never let you go there. I totally got along with her, obviously. And I was doing like real shit. You know what I mean? She needed help. At the th- this, yeah. this is, and this is 12 years ago when I know she it needed well. help. So I was like doing real shit, cooking some stuff, helping her get her fucking pants. Like real shit was going on. Yeah. But we got along great and I loved her. And so I did that for like three or four days just to pop in and help out and see what I could do. And then Polly calls me and he's like, my mom really loves you. Can you like go over every day? Like every day? You're now- and I was like, bro, I can't go over every day. I have a job. <laughs> That yeah. I'm doing, and I just can't dive into that world like that. Yeah. I can't. They did it to so many people, and I was furious. Yo, and then all of a sudden, my my spots stopped. I stopped getting consistent spots. Well, so they played me Mike on some political shit. want to be a slave. You know what we I mean? We needed that. I wasn't going to do it, so I had to figure out my own way. So like I was going through a crazy rebellious phase that when they gave me spots, I'd run the light. Like oh. Hell yeah. Like long, I would run the light. I would be like in my mind, I'd be like, "Fuck it, I'm just I'm I'm once a week, 
maybe. Yeah. I'm going half hour. That's nice. fucked. And I would still get the spots so every week. Yeah. So like there, it, the comedy store is its own personality. It's oh, got its own. Yeah. It's just legendary. It's, just it's the number one place ever. But it's got like its own mind fuck to where sometimes the comedy store would feel like it was bigger than comedy itself. Yeah. yeah. So you would have to, I felt like if you like rebelled against it and like fought it, you would actually, they would respect you more. Yeah. For you know? sure. But then Paulie, like, you know, he, he like, then, then, then I got a bunch of spots and then all of a sudden like Paulie like wanted to get in my, one of my movies. Oh yeah. And then I couldn't do it cause it just wasn't working out. He because wasn't you right wanted for, your movie to be good. You mean? <laughs> I wanted to sell my fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. So I couldn't put him in the fucking movie, and all of a sudden, there go my spots again. Yep. It's Damn like, it. you know what? I don't play politics well. Yeah, I, I don't. agree. I don't either. I don't. And I don't like that they did that. See, I got lucky because That's I wasn't shit. a comic yeah. when I was taking care of Mitzi, but I, they threw me into that. And then right. all of a sudden, I'm in the Dominican Republic with her getting stem cell injections, and I'm like... This is yeah. like weekend at fucking Bernie's. Yeah. Am I, I, you know, I'm going to show it. He already hated me at that point. We were fighting like crazy. Who? Paulie. And so when we got back, I was like, if she don't make it, like I signed a paper in the Dominican that said if she gets sick there, they're not going to treat her in the United States. I was like, great. Yeah. I'm fucking dead. <laughs> How is plate. she? Where is she? She's Where? fine. I mean, I, she's I, fine? Go, to, I go to visit her. <laughs> I took Holtzman. She's she's I wouldn't say she's fine. How old is she? 86. That's for we're, where we're, she's we're, at. That's where like twenty fine. years of Parkinson's. Though, so that's like a hundred and forty. And it's not Parkinson's. If you say that, Rick, the you shakes. never get spots it, again. It, uh, it was I'm kidding. What is it? Was it? Alzheimer's? It's it, see, Alzheimer's has the same symptoms as Parkinson's and. Uh, wait, what did I say? Dementia. I'm yeah. sorry. Parkinson's and dementia all fall under. Um, she only remembers banging Argus. Yeah, yeah, that's it. No, you're right. And even me, like she would look at me. She like when I was doing stand up and I go visit her, she'd be like, "How's the waitressing going?" Like she only remembers yeah. a certain time. No. So dementia is Argus a fucking came and knocked that awful. thing out. Yesterday. And dementia, all the they have all the same symptoms. So every time I take her to a doctor and they'd say Alzheimer's or. Uh, the Parkinson's she would go by and we'd go and I'm like but you didn't get any diagnosis too bad they don't know what you're talking about okay let's go she's a legend I mean she's one of those and female then we just have to badasses leave. I got I got the call from Duncan when he was still telling hey man I got a great opportunity <laughs> for you I'm like what yeah man you're gonna be Mitzi's assistant just like Jim Carrey <laughs> like, I'm not it's doing like that what? Yeah. I'm not doing that, man. Everyone who does that gets fired. They never perform again. He oh, okay. A celebrity. I thought I'd try, man. Have a good day. <laughs> oh, Yo, where is Duncan? Where's New York? Dunk? He is moved he? to New York. That little shit. He did. did? Really? I love New York. I mean, I love Duncan. Yo, Duncan. <laughs> so, so Rogan had me on the road as a middler, and he had Duncan as his opener for a long oh time. Oh my god. So I was with Duncan, consoling him through his heartbreak when yes. he broke up with That's, Mary Lynn. Oh, Mary Lynn. Right, Mary Lynn. Natasha was. was after. he married? Her? No, but he Duncan. I love him dearly, but he, he falls was, in love instantly. instantly. I we was like him up walking the girl. streets. Yeah, we hooked him up with this girl Fern, and he was in love with her in a second. And then it was like heartbreak. I'm like, really? So, but Mary Lenny went out with for a while. Yeah, and I was like, he was broken. She broke up with him. Was and Mary like crushed Lynn him. someone with, I know? Yeah, she were Maryland Rice Club. Oh, that was yeah. Duncan's yeah. girl. Duncan's girl. Hilarious. That's how I first met her. Through okay. Him. He was crushed on the road. I Just remember devastated. Like, <laughs> I feel like it was Kansas City or somewhere, but somewhere with Duncan and I were take like take a long walk. And I was just like coaching him through this heartbreak. 
And I remember like Well if you uh, need a coach Mike yeah. You're a pretty good I mean, coach A closer Call Right but closer. meanwhile When I was heartbroken over ABC like, <laughs> Always be closer Listen, Always that I had a good run <laughs> You still have a good run Yeah I'm still, I'm still running <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm running You know what I mean You're settled Married yeah. Kid I'm running I'm fucking running You're I'm running, running around <laughs> I think about it all the time But this Why? fucking place Didn't help no. no. Well, you mean no. Hollywood, period. I'm talking about this building. Yeah. This building. That's when you, early well, when you're like, you, you ever been to the basement? I'm yeah. like, oh, I bet he's been to the basement. Don't you hate it now that it's a real club and they lock everything? There's rooms everywhere the with people I in them now. Dude, when do we here. had the dead years, oh my God, we this place yeah. was full anywhere, any corner. Are you kidding corner. me? Yeah. Same. Yeah. We, you know, we did the same shit. We just didn't you talk did? about it. Hey, I'm not telling you any of my shit. You did shit here? Hell yeah. You did? Hell yeah. Un- unacceptable. You know, well, that's I, not I classy like that. for guys. Oh, my, oh. But they were my boyfriends. It wasn't a rando that I just met in the audience. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I met randos in the audience <laughs> that were on dates. I, <laughs> Literally. Ari, Ari remembers. Yeah. He, Ari I've remembers some shit. Ari Shafir? Or this he Ari? brings it up every time I see him. because Shafir, yeah. He's yeah. terrible. He's been back from his little uh, whatever retreat, whatever he went to. His he, walkabout. Less than less than um, a I don't know weeks. a week. Yeah, and I've seen his balls three times. Honestly, he on can't the stop internet. pulling them out. He, they're always out. I, I got can't. They were out early in his career. Yeah. I he could draw them from the memory. Forever. If they committed a crime, I'd be like, oh, I'll do yeah. the sketch. I got That's a, how much low hanging. I got balls. a text from uh, disgusting. One see. of the girls that works at the. Um, uh, the Zanies in Nashville. And she yeah, was that's like, where they were. Him yeah. and Burt Kreischer with like, their nuts oh, out. Jesus. She's just like, on stage. I saw, something, I saw something tonight I thought I'd never see. I'm like, what's that? <laughs> she sends me a picture. I'm like, oh, those are Ari's balls. I've seen them like, <laughs> like 400 no times. There. <laughs> what? They're on my phone. <laughs> what do you mean you've seen them? I go, ask them to do the snail race. She's like, yes. I don't think I want to know what that is. I'm like, well, that's when the snails race up the side of the microphone stand. And <laughs> I just, pl- I just, I was it's just in the Nashville. Worst. Yeah. Disturbing. A large ball sack on that guy, Ari Shafir. Yeah. He's going to have some balls to do what he does. <laughs> no doubt. what he has. Holocaust balls. Right? Yep. Pulling them out Just everywhere. Angry. Unnukable balls. Yeah. <laughs> Angry balls. <laughs> I think one of the first times as a doorman that I, I walked into a, a gentleman and a lady uh, was Mike Young. And I was okay. like, oh, fuck. Okay. All right. Where well, you I? said gentleman and lady, so you lost me. I didn't know who you were talking you about. Son of a bitch. What room was I in? That's what I want to know. <laughs> um, I can't remember. It was either the ladies' room and the main room. Okay. Um, that was always a solid path. Yeah. I think I that was where it was. I would always go in there and be like, oh, like right before I could hear, and I'm like, damn it. Yeah. So I would just leave. I disgust myself with the <laughs> shit that I did. You know what it was? I know what it. I know what was in my mind. Don't discuss no, yourself. No, no, but I'm saying it's not That's cool. How life works. I know, but in my mind, I know what I was. I've always been thinking. I've always thought to myself, life should be an adventure. That's I right. always thought about adventure. Yeah. Like live for the story. Live for the story. Yeah. I swear to God, I used to always have this Plus thought. Plus, we my need head. the material. Well, I always thought in my head, I was like as a kid, I literally would think to myself, I want to live hard or like just live fun adventures till I'm a certain age. Then I want to write about them and then I want to be able to like make a living off telling stories somehow. That was my thought. I didn't know that the adventures would keep going this fucking long. Like they're not stopping. No. But they should stop for everyone's health, for just for fucking physical being. Yeah. Your hamstrings, my all ham- kinds of you know shit. What I mean? My foot is cramping. That, I'm uh, getting weird shoulder pain. I think health would what does it because basically my stories all stopped the moment I got diabetes. It was like eh, the fun ends. 
Boo. How you doing though? You're good. Yeah, yeah you I guess feeling? so. I feel you good. Maintain it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as long as you, know, you do the right thing. I'm doing five shots a day. Are you on five shots a day? Yeah, and uh, but you know, I take care of myself now. Yeah. It's just it's not as fun as it always was. Right. You know, I was a I was a five to ten drinks a night. You know, a eighth of pot every day. Now what? You, can you smoke weed at all? I could smoke weed. I don't anymore. I haven't smoked in like three years, but. That's the one thing. It, it's actually smoking is good for your diabetes. Really? Because it, yeah. it, it affects your metabolic rate. So uh-huh. uh, I didn't down. have as many spikes in, in terms of my blood sugar, but then I just quit because I was stoned all the time. I was like, fuck, I haven't done anything. But now no it's alcohol? Been, I haven't had alcohol since my 30th birthday. Wow. Oh, shit, man. Yeah. That, and that's that just was yesterday or that's, two, uh, two days ago? That's 36th birthday was <laughs> oh two days God. ago. And uh But yeah, my 30th birthday I spent in the ICU at uh, St. Joseph's in Burbank. So From a diabetes episode? Yeah, that's how I found out. I went to diabetic shock. And then Crazy. I was there for a week. Just I remember recovering. him uh, in Vegas with Dice and we went to our favorite pizza place and he was like, no, that place is terrible. It made my stomach hurt. And I'm like, what? Yeah. And then the next time I went, I'm like, Rick is crazy. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. This tastes like detergent. <laughs> like all of a sudden it started psyching me out because he got so sick. I thought, yeah. but it was because he was didn't know I, he was, Yeah. It, he didn't realize. I got sent to, my main problem was I had like stomach issues. Right. And uh, so I we went to. We all stopped going to that pizza place, by the way. Just so yeah. you know. Anyway. Well, that was my fault, but. <laughs> Uh, so I went to a gastroenterologist, and that asshole. This is where I learned never trust Greek people. Right. Okay. And uh, okay. so that doctor was like, like, "Well, you have going. this, and this is your problem, and this." And so he gave me a bunch of medicine. And I just stayed sick as shit. And so like I spent like ten grand because I didn't have insurance to have all these tests done, just so some guy could lie to me about what I had. <gasps> that is so fucked up and upside down. It yeah. happens. All the fucking it does time. happen all the time. So then you got to self-educate. Yeah, it turns out I, I had diabetes, and the moment I started taking that, all my stomach problems were caused by ketoacidosis, and so I, I haven't. I used to throw up like ten times a week, really, every week for like five years. I thought it was bulimic. Yeah, like it just. I would eat something, and I'd be like, uh oh, and then I'm just like, I mean, we're talking projectile, mm-hmm. the Exorcist style. Like I couldn't go on dates because it'd be like, fuck. She'd be like, let's go eat somewhere. I'd be like. Let's not eat. What if we just <laughs> didn't eat? eat. <laughs> and well, how many doctors did you see before the doctor like locked it um, in and said what it was? Probably like six. Right. And then, and the doctor who finally figured it out was the doctor at the hospital because he just had because they didn't know what was going on. He just pricked my finger and tested my blood sugar, and then was like, "Oh, that's absurd." Off the chart. Yeah, it was like five hundred and sixty. And he tells me that I'm like, "What's it supposed to be?" He's like, "Under one forty. I'm like, "Oh." That's not good. Does it run in your family? No. No one I know of has it, but my grandpa once told me, it's like, well, I had cousins that died when they were young, but it was the 50s, so who, who knows, knows what they had. what they had. Right. But like that, I just, because I got, I have type one, which is juvenile diabetes technically. Right. But I didn't get it until my 20s, so it seems like I was too old to have that, and I was skinny, so I didn't think I had type two. Right. So no one just, no one thought we should check this out. Yeah. Uh, but now you're. But now you got it under control. No, I'm good. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I take care Mike's of it. A health nut. I am a health nut. He worries about it. I'm a hypochondriac to the tenth. Are degree. you really? Totally. I I am a little bit too. All right, maybe a lot of it, but I don't talk about <laughs> no, it. No, health is all that fucking matters. But here's the yeah. here's the weird. Uh, you don't have your shit. It's crazy. It's no matter what the fuck's going on. I think it about it all the time now. Your fucking, yeah. 
You know what I mean? You appreciate what's going on now. Dude, I, like, I was on it set. It doesn't matter. I was on set on the the Geico commercial I did yesterday, and I'm lecturing the other actors about how they just need to get blood tests done at least once a year. Yeah. The guy's like, well, I have SAG insurance, but I, don't, I haven't gone to the doctor in three years. I'm like, just once a year, get your blood plan, blood panel done. And why? Well, it's important to know what's going on in your body. And then I'm like, am I really this asshole now? I'm lecturing like a 28-year-old. I don't do that, but I'll diagnose myself with things. Yeah. But I did get blood work done. Uh, I don't know. You got that Irish ago. shit where you guys don't really go to the doctor that much. No, Nobody I mean, checks on the, you don't yeah. really seriously, check. I'd have to you like lose a limb and be like, this fell off. Can you put it back on? Like, it would be that. I'm pretty I got, bad. I get a physical every eight months. You're so Jewish. I walk I right to it. Cedar Sinai. <laughs> I, I, live, I live two blocks from Cedar Sinai. I go to my doctor. He's like, you know whatever he's like listen i gotta be honest he's like insurance they don't just do they won't cover you for physical so you got to say something's wrong i'm dizzy i go there i say i'm dizzy he knows i'm not dizzy he does my whole physical <laughs> oh and my yeah that's how shady insurance shit is i'm the worst yeah, i'm like taking insane. pictures of things and putting it on google image and being like um how much longer before i die <laughs> i was before i uh went into the diabetic shock I started getting really, really sick. I started losing all this weight. So I started typing that shit into the fucking computer. Oh, it's the worst. I, I was stage four stomach cancer, <laughs> about to die. So then, How I, depressed I, were you? Oh, I was so depressed. And I set up a <laughs> appointment at the SAG clinic, and it was like, yeah, we can get you in five weeks from now. I'm like, okay, that's what you got to do, I guess. So I set it up, Fuck and then- that. I run right home. Dude, I was, I was so sick, and I had lost like 30 pounds. I weighed like 120 pounds. Jeez, and damn, I was up man. here one night. People started going, man, you look terrible. I'm like, oh, I know. I'm going to the doctor in two weeks. And then uh, I was up here two nights before I went to the hospital, and Boone Shakalaka comes up to me, and he's like, what's wrong with you? And I go, I don't know, man. I'm just kind of sick. You look like you got AIDS. <laughs> and I was just like, God <laughs> damn. a pot calling the kettle black. Oh, that man, <laughs> I am straight up I am dying. AIDS patient. And I'm sitting there, th I'm, straight, I'm just thinking about how I got stage four stomach cancer because of Google and Dr. Boonshock says I have AIDS. <laughs> And I'm just like, oh, I'm so fucking doomed. I won't, I won't Thank make it. Thank God to 30. you didn't kill yourself that night. I should have just taken. <laughs> That's some suicide. Night. Yeah, That's that is. Suicide That's suicide. I remember. Right I thought I was like the only weirdo that would diagnose myself with things. And there was like a few other people that I met. Like my mom says, I picked it up from dating too many Jews, but that's not true. <laughs> I had it all my life. I swear, because I would lay in bed and be like, oh gonna happen and i was like 12 so i know i was crazy and um so i remember um i, I ran into sebastian <laughs> skilko and i go wow i never notice people's weight like i don't know if people go up or down in weight yeah. it's not my thing i know i only see color yeah. i never see weight <laughs> so uh sebastian came in and i noticed i mean he lost it was a weird he was on one of his cleanses no back in the day he thought he was he diagnosed himself with something i can't remember what it was but he freaked himself out so much he lost like 15 pounds yeah. in like a week yeah i was like yes i'm not the only psychopath yeah. in no, this building let me tell you nerves nerves and fear will make you lose weight Dude, immediately Intense. he looked like like scared like yeah. that frightening because when you know when you lose it quick that's not good yeah when first of all i've lost it quick on heartbreak <laughs> that's no joke yeah, like, yeah on heartbreak i've heartbreak, been down I've overnight yeah 10 pounds gone heartbreak I have had to wear two pairs of jeans. Heartbreak. So that people so it goes don't the notice opposite. that I am not there. Some people go the opposite. Though. Yeah. Some people during heartbreak yeah. will eat their ass off. Heartbreak for me, doom. Yeah, it was same. the same one. Lose I got down to 110 pounds. Any sort of yeah. depression. Pants were falling off. I had to put two pairs of jeans on. That's yeah. not good for you because no. you're already thin. 
No, but I, 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 but like that where you don't eat. Yeah. Like, cause it's, you can't swallow. And I would be like, oh, you, but you don't know. It, no, you don't even, it's not even that you're not eating. I was eating. just never hungry when I was. Your nerves, nerves on the inside are working overtime and they're eating your body. You're, yeah. You could eat. You could be eating. You're still going to lose the weight. It's not about not eating. It's the, what the fuck's happening in your body. Yeah. Burning it's from going, the inside you're out. You're burning from the yeah. inside out. But there when was a time I was only eating power bars and drinking Coke soda. Don't. Coke, Coke, soda. Don't drink diet Coke. I would never drink you, diet. Ever. I'm not gay. Yeah. I mean, I swallow, but I'm not gay. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> that got weird. <laughs> How come that joke didn't work in this room? That's... <laughs> I think of Eleanor, you're like family. I've not I known know, her for like, so Ugh. long. Yeah. His face you know what I mean? like, looked you don't like he was nauseous do that. She would, yeah. <laughs> You don't do that. <laughs> she would, Nobody does that with you. She would be uh, more like a sister, though, if she would have just hooked you up with a niece. Yeah, that would have been a good thing. Of Instead of straight up ignoring me. my godchild. <laughs> Let me send my godchild to a flyer. That's exactly game. what you said. Hell, you got he's a great guy. You know what? I would have been like, here comes Alexa, and I would have sent my brother Charlie because he's the biggest Flyers fan there is. And he had like a playoff beard at the time, I think. Oh, I, I think we were one. Taken we were like five games out, I think. I would have taken Charlie. the playoffs, yeah. Charlie would have went. Charlie. You know, Elle, the whole time that you were a waitress, did you know you were going to be a comedian? No, not, not one time. Was there a moment? Never. Never once in the original room. It was like really slow. Do you guys remember Russell Starlin? He changed his name to Willie Bingo. I don't remember. I would have remembered a Willie Bingo. Well, so that's no. a better name. But Russell was his name, and remember. he he ran everything here. Russell, I remember you. Truly, you've talked about him before. Oh, so maybe I do. That's remember. all I know. Truly has is the only person that I know of. Maybe one other guy that has all the codes to all the uh, safes in this building. That's how much Mitzi trusted this guy. He was terrific. Also, there's more than one safe. When you say there's multiple oh safes, in my mind, I'm like, we yes. gotta rob this fucking yeah, place. Thought, yeah. We have Where them everywhere. Where's the good one? Uh, Is there a hundred thousand so, cash in here? Right you know, now? I, if you had to guess, if anybody would know, it's Russell. If you so. had to guess, <laughs> where's the safe in Mitzi's no. old office? No, all the money's gone. If if they there's no cash. If, in this if building. a manager yeah, didn't say, rob it back in the day, any money would. Yeah. How about Renazizi openly stole? That, okay, <laughs> told everyone about it. He would open, clip eighty dollars a night on the side. He was okay, on the Harris Peak plan. You're talking about eighty dollars a night. We had this jackass of an ex-manager that would come in here and go into one of the safes because it had like you would put your envelopes in there at the end of the night. Yeah, and it went into the ground. It was like a little slot. He would put a fucking hanger in there and pull the, Who? the drops out. I you can't say his, his name. name. He got in trouble. We had a, we went after him. Is he fired? No, he was already gone. He was coming in here. A long time after he'd been gone and still doing this and we didn't know who the fuck was doing it. Did you prosecute right. him? Russell was gone at this point so yeah, they prosecuted him. At first they thought it was Russell. It wasn't Russell because the safe wasn't being open. You could see, wow. you could see people, you could see things getting caught and pulling. Anyway, so he stole a lot, this piece of shit. Um, we all knew him. Oh, wow. oh yeah, he was a manager here for a while and so, um, he uh so yeah we had that tell and, me more about Russell, this stealing from the safe okay uh, it's not just that but we, and they would blame everybody else but anyway russell wasn't the guy he never stole he was that he was a very trustworthy but one time he was hosting and they couldn't find the next co- next four comics every name he called out nobody came up and this was when we did potluck all night yeah like names were drawn all night yeah. like it wasn't um no paid regulars came in no if they came in i'm sure they could work out but we didn't do it like we do it now it was they would go all night and so russell was hosting and he was like um 
five comics haven't showed. The next comic, Eleanor Kerrigan. And I was like, what? And I had a tray in my hand. And I was like, no. He's like, Eleanor, get up here. And I put the tray down. And, I'm like, and I went up and just roasted Russell. And that was it. That was the only time ever. Are you serious? But I never was like, oh, I got to get back up. There was four people in the audience. I'm like, you guys are miserable. Who the fuck would want to do this? Yeah. It's Bryce. all Freddie's fault. After Freddie died. That's why. God rest his soul. He, God he, in you. He's the one who used to break my balls. You should be on stage. You should be. On, we should be doing the road together. You should be a comic. You don't get it. You're always doing I love like Freddie. Oh yeah. God. Ugh. It's awful. I remember. Yeah. It was I, his I fault. I'm telling you. I played sac. He, he, I'll he, fight he, him he, when I die. I'm gonna beat the shit out of didn't him. Didn't he pass away him. in Sacramento? No, right here. Here. Oh, was here. Venice. Yeah. Oh, you know what? He was he was playing Sacramento. He was playing like the punchline the week before, and mm-hmm. they told me he was like in bad shape and like had like like gotten hammered and fell asleep at like a door in a bathroom. So, mm-hmm. And I didn't know he was going through it like that. Yeah. But I was in Sacramento the week after he was he was there. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. He was going he through was a real so downward funny. spiral. But yeah, oh, fucking funny as they get. I yeah. mean, and he would, but he would break my balls all the time. A lot of people would say, "Do stand up. You should be doing stand up." And I was like, "I don't want to do fucking stand." Well, I remember Misery asking you, what, "Yeah, when <laughs> when we were, it's probably when we were in New York, I think." Oh with yeah, Dice, we were hiding from you. Dice basically. Yeah, she was like saving me because it was it was when Dice was a full time uh, oh, hand camcorder movie director. Jesus Christ! And so it'd be like twenty four hours. Like, Let's go to the pizza shop, and then you'll be Argus. And I'm like, it's three in the morning. <laughs> Yo, he's nuts. Dude, yeah. Legit. Yeah. No. And Eleanor would no, no. be like, Andrew, he's not going with you. Like, what? She's like, he's not going with you. He's going to go to bed. And then. Look on Dice's face was like his mom just fucking punished him. him. Yeah, like scolded him. Oh, fine. All right, go to sleep, Shermanada. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go in my room, just like I hope I'm not in trouble. But, no. but yeah, I remember asking her then, like, why don't you do comedy? And she's like, fuck that. You guys are fucking crazy. <laughs> and yes, am I wrong? No, I, you're right. I know I'm crazy, and I love it. Yeah. I've never been happier. Yeah, honestly, like when you transition. find out what you're supposed to do, then you're like, oh, this is great, but. I mean, yeah. watching how miserable all of us assholes were, especially because it was so dead here. It's not oh like you're going to other God. comedy clubs and seeing packed out shows. It was right, like right. You're working here when there's eight people in all three rooms. You've just seen, like you've, these you've, fucking you've seen monsters. It We've seen it all. Yeah. Yo, Dice is such a trip. So I, I gotta just tell you, like two Please. weeks ago, I'm at I'm at a, a restaurant. I'm having oh. dinner with my buddy. Yeah, you told me all about this. I'm with I'm with Saget. You know, I wrote this thing for Saget. We're hanging out a lot. I'm with Saget and with this guy Chris Case, who's a writer, who's a really funny, good dude. And Saget had to go, and I'm just with Chris Case, and Dice is there. Dice walks up to our table. And he's like, Mike, you mind if I talk to you outside for a minute? I'm like, well, I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm with my, I'm like with my buddy. I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm like, he, he put me on the spot. Of course. Of course I'm he like, did. Chris, do you mind if I like go outside and talk to Dice for a second? Like in a regular restaurant. And please. I go outside. And I'm going to tell you the precursor to it, but please say it. Yeah. I mean, he just wanted to talk. He just literally, there was nothing special on it his wasn't mind. Like he, yeah. he was like, how's it going? Like, I'm so happy for you. Things are great. You know, my my Showtime show's doing great. I'm so happy for you and he brought it back to him. Right back yes. to him. It went right to him. My Showtime's going great. I gotta tell you the funny shit. Paparazzi were in the back of the restaurant, okay. but they weren't looking to shoot dice. 
But before they even had their cameras aimed at anything, Dice goes, not now. Yes! <laughs> not now, fellas. Always not now. I'm like, I don't funny. think they were actually going to take a picture. <laughs> yeah. He goes, not now. I'm ha- I'm having a cigarette. I'm Always talking to a friend. Funny. <laughs> but, you know, look, that- I, I, come from, I come from being a fan of Dice. Got so it. for me... Growing up watching Dice, sure, it's hard to like transition that moment yeah, into yeah. being a friend and like a peer type of thing. I'll tell you, so it's weird. Who yeah. may just weird. or may not be a fan and friend anymore. I mean, he still loves them, but you were telling about like Doug Ellen, how big of a fan he was. Of he was Dice. a huge fan, and I mean, I'm sure he still is. But it, it's like, and by the end the- of it, Doug was like, <laughs> "Dice is fucking nuts, bro." <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking crazy. He put him in season eight of Entourage, the final season, and then Andrew would show up to his fucking house with like rewritten scripts but not typed out like handwritten and yeah. sharpie and Doug was like the fuck <laughs> Andrew would call me during that time I never got a call from Dice in my life when he was on Entourage because I was friends with Doug Always he would, Andrew funny. would call me and go listen I just want you know if you can say something to Doug this is where this is where his mind was at he's like I just want Doug to know that I'm helping him out Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm actually helping him Listen, with he did the this, show. He did the he goes, same thing that everybody else. He goes now. What he should do is he should write a storyline where me and Johnny Drama go to Vegas and I lose a ton of money and then I win my money back and my career gets jump started and it's all because of Johnny Drama. Could you call Doug and see if he wants to write? <laughs> Meanwhile, it's like you, have, you know how hard it is to just write any fucking storyline. Yeah. He wanted it to be all about him, but. There is a reason that he's a fucking legend. No, you're and right. And so there's something in his brain that's crazy that enough. That just knows, yeah, yeah. That he's what he is. I, I mean, was. You can't be normal to do what he did. No, yeah, you don't. You can't be normal. No a, normal person is selling mind, out Madison Square Garden. No, yeah, they're not. In his mind, he sees like a. He has a vision. He's ahead of himself. He is. Like he. He's he got makes, some genius shit going on, but it's on a real street level. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. He's, like, he's like a street level genius. He jokes. He says, "Yeah, I'm he's ahead not going to Harvard, but yeah, no, no. He's he, fucking, he don't even but know where that is." He has a vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has vision. He'll sell you eight pounds of coke when you don't do coke. Totally. That's right. That night he he's ran into hustler. him at Craig's. <laughs> he, they were at a party, a finale at a one of the best restaurants. Uh, after the Fox show, I can't remember the name of the restaurant. You talk about the night I saw him. Yes, they were somewhere else okay. at somebody else's restaurant. Yeah, that was on the 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 cooking show with him. Oh right, the cooking. Okay, right, right. he loves so the wait, cooking show. Listen, yeah. Yeah. They, they win the cooking show. They have a big party, right? This guy has like the number one restaurant. Andrew goes, he to make the lamb chops, right? <laughs> we're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, top notch. So now they're at fucking Craig's. Oh yeah, that's why they were at Craig's. <laughs> Rose, yeah, because Andrew was starving and he hate everybody he was around. Like he and loved that, me, so he when was he like, saw me, I, oh, it was like I Mike saved Young, his life. Yeah. Fuck this! He was like, oh, I'm gonna a, get him. There's another madman. Yeah, that can he can relate, and we'll go talk. And I'm gonna in his mind, he's thinking I'm gonna save him from whatever that normal yeah. guy is. He's sitting sure, with. Sure, he totally. don't need that yeah. normal guy. He needs real shit. He got he, he got, and like he kept me out there Fucking for like 15 maniac. minutes. Yeah. Like I was being rude to my boy. And they got to go and be but like, uh, it was sorry, like, Dice wanted to talk about nothing at all. I apologize. <laughs> he wanted to blow smoke in my face yeah. and tell me how great he's doing. Yeah, he's Which, doing great. 
I <laughs> still great. <laughs> Boss is never going to be poor. And we have secondhand cancer. Yeah. Everything's fine with him. We're not good. And uh, no, I love him, but he that's what he does. Yeah, I got, like I always joke and say the the way you can get him off the phone, just start talking about yourself and don't stop. And he'll be like, "All right, gotta go." Enough. You know what it great. is? Sometimes do you ever think like you're not narcissistic enough to be Fuck super yeah. successful? Yeah. In my mind, I'm like, I'm thinking maybe I'm not narcissistic enough because I work with people who are fucking they're so Insane. about themselves. Yeah. I'm like, damn, maybe I need to be more about myself, but I don't have it. It's a genetic thing. It's yeah, like in your I'm DNA. the same way. I don't same. have that I shit. I don't even know how to, like, people are like, we well, got to ask people for what you want. I'm like, I don't want to bother anyone. <laughs> I'm with you. I can I can burn bridges and oh, yeah. I, I don't, I I don't know matches. how to build them. I'm yeah. just like, I, whatever. I, don't. I have been unmanageable. Like, I've been, I, I've okay. left many managers, so I definitely, I don't play the game. Next like, time you leave one, could you just ask them if they'll they take me you? as a replacement? Because I yeah. need I one. Pro- I should be a manager. I, I've thought about it. I've literally thought to myself, I, I why don't I, why don't we just start a management company? Like comedians know all I'm the in. best minds in comedy. Yeah, like that's how well, I started. I'm trying to get Pelts back into it because she was good. Because she was a witch. Yo, the way honestly, when I did the Young American Comedy Tour, the only thought that I had in my mind was sitting on the patio. I had heard that the kings of comedy had made like millions of dollars, like with DL Hughley, Bernie Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they like made like fifteen million dollars in a year, and I'm looking at and this, is, you know, whatever, nine years ago, ten years ago, and I'm looking at Sebastian, I'm looking at Brett, I'm seeing Butch Bradley here, and I'm in my mind, I'm like, we gotta have three million worth of talent. <laughs> mind, that's exactly what the, my thought was. I'm like, we are not yes. way less funny There's than no that. way. Yeah, we're just not famous. Yeah, and that's how I thought about that. But it's like in my mind, it's like. If comics work together more. How did you guys do? Did you make three million? No, but we made we made a bunch of money in three no, it's years. Good, good. But yeah, I remember the tour. I remember it well. Yeah. It was it was awesome. But like I did, I I made it up out of thin air, so I didn't have any business skills. <laughs> so like the, the improvs were giving us offers. And the offers, so I would get the money because I would own the tour, and then I would just pay Sebastian, Brett, Butch, Tony, or whoever was on it. Did you ever do one with us? Uh-uh. I talked to you about doing it once, but yeah. I think you stopped before. It was, like the it was towards end. the end, yeah. Yeah. Bobby Lee, Renazizi, everybody was floating in and out. Kreischer, it was fucking badass. It was amazing. But I didn't have enough business sense to know, like, I should have just made it a profit-sharing thing for everybody. We all should have owned it because then we all would have pushed to promote to it. promote. Instead, I was like fucking babysitting these guys. I couldn't get fucking, I so couldn't get like Brett up PA? for radio. Yeah. I couldn't get so bad. Like, wake up. We're going to radio. <laughs> like, we can do this. Like, this could be a big thing. And it, the, the improv ran it for two years, two or three years straight, actually, to wow. all the improvs. But I remember I was at the, they brought me to the table and I, I was doing this on my own. I'll never forget Robert Hartman Ugh. who like runs the improvs or whatever. A horrible human being and I don't care. This motherfucker, I'm sitting at the table and he like says some like side shit to me because we're talking about like re-upping the tour. And mm-hmm. I'm going to get all the dates. And he's like, so who who owns the tour? Like who owns the tour? I said, I own the tour. I, I bought the name. I own the tour. He's like, would you ever think about like, you know, splitting the tour? Piece and I wasn't thinking, I probably should have said yes, I would think about it. No. But I said no, bam, zero Done. fucking dates. Yeah. We got no more dates at the improv. I mean, he would have he given you dates, but he would have owned your ass. Just to, He did yeah. it to every comic. He would shut yeah. them down. He did it to Freddie Soto. He yeah. did it to a lot of people. Yeah. He's a sickening person. Yeah. He's a fucking bitch made hoe. Yeah, we could say whatever. We could say his name, his address. Oh yeah, he's still around that piece of right, shit. He probably owns it. Listen, 
For ten I'm grand. I'm playing there in June. Good, just, good job, Levity Live. For ten grand, I'll make sure he's not alive. <laughs> so just put by it the way, out there. We have a disclaimer, so it doesn't matter. We can say whatever we want. <laughs> I made, I made so many threats that there's now a disclaimer on the Comedy Store <laughs> podcast. Yo, th- this business, you have to. Oh, it's, a, it's it sucks that you have to check yourself, but I have those fucking deep dark thoughts. Yeah. Are you? Ca- I have them all the time. I was gonna say the best. I thing I could see the bar. I could see the jail cell closing. Sometimes I go too far in my head. I was gonna say that one the great thing I love about Dice is when I had problems, when I had my pr- trouble, yes. when my shit went down. Dice was the first dude who came to me from here mm-hmm. because he knew the guy and he knew the mm-hmm. world, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Listen, you're done. You're done. You're good. It's over. You're even. You got nothing to worry about. Go about your life and do comedy." And he yeah. made me like, he calmed me down because I was going through, I was so paranoid on an everyday level, but Dice came at me and he was like, let me talk to you. Yeah. And he like, he, he said some, you know, he fatherly shit that I needed. Yeah. Because I, like, I, was, I was driving home very paranoid for many, <laughs> that many days. That was terrible. You can't even tell the yeah, story. But it was gangster shit. I remember. Yeah. I worked yeah. a parking lot. I've told uh, the story before. Yeah. Oh, but okay. It but need he, to be told. Yeah. Because you could say it without the names. Obviously. Yeah, but it's just, it doesn't need to be told. I mean, right. you know, I got yeah. beat up. Shit happened, yeah. Shit happened. That's all I remember. I, I dove like, into the oh, underworld. Fuck. Yeah. My brother, Tommy's a, my brother Tommy's a big listener, so he'll be like, oh, yeah. He'll probably be the only one that gets it. Like, oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah. You don't say a fucking word. Yeah. You shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, I shut my mouth, and because I didn't, you know, after all that shit went down, I got visited by the cops because mm-hmm. there was a rat in the underworld. There was like a, there yeah. was an informant in there. So like LAPD organized crime was coming at me like every week banging down my door. No joke. But I never said shit. No. And so I always wanted to do a comedy movie about this because all of a sudden I was becoming like the accidental boss. Like because <laughs> I didn't say anything, the respect, great the respect yeah. that I was getting from the underworld was at another level. And people that I didn't even know, no joke, were coming to me like, yo, Anything you need, anything you want, are you okay? I'm glad you're okay, Mike. You're a good guy. Hey, we heard about what happened. I'm just happy you're okay. Anything you need. You, I was like, I want to fucking tell jokes. And I just want to go back bothered. to the comedy store. And that's it. If you guys want to put up money for a movie, you could do that. That, I would it. take their money. I would absolutely <laughs> take their money. I would take their that's money. That's a good business, man, right there. But The business but, sense has grown in this uh Mr. Young's production. Totally, I like it. But is I it? always thought there was a premise there of like a like yeah, it's almost like a Woody Allen type of thing where it's like where you know, it's too bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Where like they're you, pressing you to become like a crime boss, but you don't want to be. You're just like I just don't want to tell on people. You know what I mean? But like now you're like you are the <laughs> boss. I don't yeah. want to get involved. I'm, I'm a good human being. Bother? That's all. Do you, do you have to come here every day? Yeah, like it's hysterical. Totally, totally. That's the, that's the tone. That is exactly yeah, the tone. Of all it. nervous. There's a girl. I was so nervous. I grew up <laughs> with so fucking long. I get Were you it. Here, I was here. Yeah, I just remember you pulling into the lot. And you were fairly bruised up still. Oh, extremely. And was I, I wasn't good enough friends with you to be like, hey, uh, what's up with your face, man? <laughs> so I just remember parking your car and then being like, something's up with Mike. You're right. It looks but, more than a hockey beat. Yeah, yeah. That's that's not just one hockey ball. Yeah. But then I, that's ball, a stick. I found out, I think, you know, just through word at the comedy store what was going on. I was like, oh, fuck. Man. That was this scary. Guy's, this guy's I, way cooler than me. I could take a punch. It's not just. <laughs> We've seen it. I could take a motherfucking punch. <laughs> yeah, he must have taken the wrong guy's girl to the ladies' room in the main room because. <laughs> By the way, that's what everybody was thinking. (laughs) Everyone was like, this had to be over a girl. It was not over a girl at all. 
Yeah. It was just me being dumb Detroit Mike fighting a guy that I didn't know. <laughs> and he turned out to be a very bad dude. Yeah. A connected dude. Yay. You know. Those are the best kind to hit. That happened to my friend and he had to move to Florida. Did he? Mm-hmm. Philadelphia. It was pretty bad. They left him for dead. It was. I mean, they beat him really, really bad. But you know what's fucked up? All that whole world, that whole the underworld, the gangster shit. It's all, it's all, it's real, but it's all also a facade. It's also bullshit because to an extent. Yeah. No, it's all bullshit because it's all ego. You say that I'm from South Philly. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. <laughs> you say whatever you want. I'm from Detroit. We got uh, you. you think, ain't got shit. We beat you um, in homicides last year. Get your shit together. I don't think um, you did actually. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're still number one. We're number one. Well, Sh- guys, Chicago is really where it's at for murdering these days. <laughs> You're true. No doubt. They've been they've been trumping us. No. <laughs> Damn it. No, but what you uh, realize is it's no, like I hear you. Of course. There's everyone's on both sides of the law. There's you know what I mean? No it's one's so real. Bizarre. It's all ego. You know what I mean? You can hire a guy for fucking eighty five dollars from Venice Beach to go do some shit for you. Like every, I actually live in Sherman Oaks, but <laughs> I am available. <laughs> if they know that you're gonna have I to just pay need a thousand. Works. Yeah. But I just saying, need work, guys. In that world, no, it's like I agree. I hear you. Everybody can get got if yeah. you want to be real about it. True. Anybody. And they all turn eventually something crazy. Everyone just, except for Mike Young. Mike, yeah, right. And then the thing flip. I was reading, which I respect, is uh, there was a guy, a very heavy hitter in Philadelphia a while back, one of the highest ranked that ever turned state's evidence. And he was dating a girl, and um, they broke up. This girl and I had uh, known each other growing up. From time to time, we had a few fights, whatever. Some hair pulling. Uh, I know Elk no, 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 can no, no, fight, no. too. Yeah. Not hair pulling. I You're almost died. Punches. I almost died nice. from this one. Uh, this was a bad one. It was kind of like this was the wrong person. This so is why for, she's got that you know, sawed-off bat in her car. You're right, in yep. case she ever shows know. up. So now um, the, the guy turned, so they came after her, thinking she was going to turn. She's like, no, 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 no I'm not turning. So she kept herself straight for a very long time, never said a word, never did anything, never had it. This piece of shit put a book out. And then in the book, just like, she was nothing to me. Meanwhile, she was like, wait, what? Motherfucker. <laughs> so now she's like, I'm coming for you, motherfucker. And yeah. now she's like, coming. She's cra- I mean, All- honestly, frightening. Yeah. I was reading it today. I'm like, oh my God. Right. But this, the days I almost of- lost my life to this girl and- the days of social media are here. It's over. The underworld, the, ga- the mafia type of shit see what you're saying. is really, it was done in the 80s. Like mm-hmm. that real, they got no power like that. Like the power isn't like real. I agree. I think yeah. power. You know I mean? Corporate has power. Money has power. It's, it's blinking. It's almost a power outage. Like it's 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 on its last it leg. It ain't shit. My dad, you know my dad, you know the story of my mm-hmm. dad. Like my dad used to run an all men's health club in, in, <laughs> in Detroit in the 70s. Okay. I love and the that. heads of the mob that were responsible for like the Hoffa disappearance. They were members of the club. That guy's from Philly too that they're making that book about. I mean the movie about. Tony Provenzano? Yeah. Yeah. He was so he he was part of that whole thing. But my dad was the club manager at the Southwood Athletic Club and everybody's alibi for Hoffa <laughs> was that they were at the athletic club. So my dad was like beyond crazy. connected. You know what I mean? My dad would go to Vegas for a hundred dollars with my mom for, for, no, you know, yeah, for a week. Amazing. So and back when a hundred dollars was like a thousand yeah. <laughs> right. But I'm just saying, like, I knew those type of people when I was a kid, like a little sure. kid. And I didn't ever have to, you know, I never did any, didn't have to call them, didn't ever do business with them. But when all this shit went down, I called my godfather, who was my dad's best friend in Detroit. 
And I straight up went back to, I had to fly back to Detroit and they sat me down like a, like a, like a real meeting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like wear black pants to the, to the place that you're going to meet. You know what I mean? And I sat with an old 75 year old Italian dude, old ass Albanian dude, Mm -hmm. old Jew and an old Irish dude literally in front of me like this. And they're like, what do you want us to do? I was like, when a nothing. Jew has listen, <laughs> I want to get back on stage. I just want to tell jokes. When a Jew has a godfather, be worried. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a good rule. But you know what? Well, but then I did. You ever read the book I Killed? No, the comedy book about Seinfeld, Tim Allen, oh, all yeah, those old yeah. school dudes. I was dudes. like, wait, I know this. Yeah, so yeah. what it is is it's a I book about it, their life that. on the road. Mm-hmm. So if you read that book, you see that like. I'm not the only one that ever had issues on the road doing comedy or yeah, yeah. In, a, in a situation. Tim, you know, Seinfeld offended like a gangster in Jersey back in his day. It happens he all had, the time. You know what I mean? So like, it's not so far-fetched because for a while people are like, it's one in a million that you, this would happen to you. It's really not. When you're a comedian yeah. and you're on the road, you're somewhere and you're like alone yeah. and there's rest, you know what I mean? You're like, yeah. you're, you're Plus just, we, we disrespect a lot of people. So Holy many people. Rick. Yeah. So many people. I can't people. believe have that you, I haven't have gotten you, beaten <laughs> yet. You do it in a masterful way though. I'm Rick's the master of this shit. I'm definitely going to get beat up soon. You're and not going to get, I'm sure you've been threatened a little bit because sure. of your style oh, yeah. of your yeah, act. Yeah, yeah, but you're, I've you, angered but you, a few people. But you do but it in a way that's not like, you don't, I, I, you, you walk the title. Yeah, and I have the, I have the benefit of, uh, I'm very physically unthreatening. <laughs> so like. He's when still I, a buck 38. Yeah. When I, when I insult people, the general look on dude's faces is like. This motherfucker knows I could beat the shit out of him, and he's still insulting me. Right. Whereas if you're you're insulting someone, they're in their mind they're like, "This guy is insulting me, and he probably fucked my girlfriend when she went to the bathroom for forty minutes." <laughs> that only happened once. <laughs> it's Rogan's fault, by the way, and it happened. It's it was always here. Rogan's fault. Always blame Rogan. Um, do you have uh, Do you have social yeah. media stuff you want to promote? I do, uh, what do I have? I'm uh, Instagram. I'm the real Mike Young. Okay. I'm in Instagram. Twitter, real Mike Young. Oh, I'm glad that you're real. Thanks, I'm so real. I'm so proud of uh, you. A stand-up guy's on Netflix. Yeah, check yes. that out. It, it, yeah, my, my father-in-law man, loves it. So I love it's it. A he great loves movie. it. Highly recommend so happy. it. Yeah. Uh, my he was man so is a excited loser. when I told him. I'm like, yeah, I know the guy that made it. He's like, what? I love that he watched yeah. that. See? I swear to God, it's like you know that makes your, a, that makes your day. Exciting. A random dude in Israel just loving it, like love putting that. it out, like, oh, my. Uh, my son-in-law's a comedian. I ought to make sure I tell him to watch this. And I'm like, all right, yeah, no. Is your wife Jewish? Yeah. Oh, so the kid's Jewish. Your kid's yeah, Jewish. kid's Jewish. Good for smartened you. up. Rick yeah. For sure. For sure. Uh, what else? My Man is a Loser is out now. It's on uh, Amazon and all that other stuff. And I'm doing a bunch of shows. I'm doing the Pantages Saturday with Sebastian. Oh, nice. And then he and I are hopping on a bus and we're doing like a bus tour. That's great. Yeah, yeah, me and Sebastian. So we're oh, gonna go. Like, yeah. We're gonna be in Pittsburgh, Milwaukee, Minnesota, Detroit. So check that out, and uh, that's it. Comedy store. Yeah, I love, I love you guys. Love nice. you. Thanks Thank for being you so on. So much for Thanks coming. for having Appreciate me. it. Uh, come to the comedy store, guys. Check out a show. Seven nights a week. This shit's packed out now. Get here while you can, because yeah. another five or six years, it's gonna be a dead comedy club again. It comes in waves. <laughs> I feel like we'll still be here. <laughs> oh, I'm still going to be performing. <laughs> It'll be, we'll be getting $5 a night then. Yay. Uh, All right. Do you think it's going to go? No. I hope no, it will. We won't get into that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll bring it back. To be continued. You I never know. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs>